The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol, or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. Rico, I get the keys for just coming in and comment the music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk melon body. Ah! 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 Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh no, you wanted to play little people instead. Aquaman's a hero! This was better than number one looks like. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Forum. We are back live once again from all over the place. Not the same room like last week. But we are back. We got a, a, a okay show for you to, guys. We um we were down at Comic Con, so we got a lot of coverage there. Well, we got some coverage. A lot of shit happened. A lot of shit that Larry would have loved to have heard. He's gonna have to catch it on our archives sometime next week. Which is uh you know you can go ahead and get us now on Pandora. Listen to our, our most all our most most current archives. As well as allgames.com slash FF, iTunes, Spotify, and uh, CastBox, Stitcher, wherever quality podcasts are distributed, you can find us. And uh, yeah, we're going to be talking to you today about a little movie called Batman Hush, courtesy of Joe, who happens to be on the line. Say hello, Jay. Hey, what's up? And then we also have some uh, some news Straight out of Comic Con, a lot of surprises. Marvel brought it big, uh, and Oscar will be handling that for you guys. Say hello, Oz. Oh, he's gonna throw me under the bus like that. Okay. Yeah, well, we'll all bring it together. But you're the intrepid news reporter. You know, all you need is one story, and you're vindicated. Okay, I can do one. Yeah, I'm sure we all have something. And of course, Tiger Claw, if you're listening, please give us some Comic Con news. I know you've done it already, but you can put it in our Discord chat. Did that, hurt, did that hurt you to say? What? No, he's... I mean, when when we don't do it, he's our news producer. Like, I've always called him our news producer. In fact, for a long time, he was our news producer more than you. It's just that, that pause you gave. I was like, whoa. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's part of speaking extemporaneously. I don't know what extemporaneously means, but, yeah, you know, you got to pause a little okay, for suspense. Um, but, yeah, we're going to bring you news throughout the show. Um 
regarding Comic-Con, you know? I was really hoping Larry would be here because we were all drunk texting him from Comic-Con. And by all, I mean me. And uh, yeah, now he's not here to give us his perspective on it or uh, or laugh at the trouble we got into. So I wish we had a laugh track. Well, no, I'm not. No, we, I don't wish that. Never mind. Tiger Claw's going to be pressing it if he calls in. No, we do. <laughs> All right. Well, look. We, yeah, that, I like that laugh track better. You know when to do it. Excuse me. I'll take a swig of this whiskey. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, as usual, you can call in to us, but you can't do it on Fantastic Forum on Skype today because I forgot to sign into that account from my computer. So, you'll be calling into uh moses magnum moses underscore magnum or moses space magnum i don't know which one you search for but i will be putting uh the screen capture of my profile on discord so that you if you're listening live you can look it up and call in we'll be adding you you'll be the fourth member of fantastic forum since larry neglected us and i'm putting it in now but yeah, um, I'd also like to bring to your attention that this show is brought to you by Jeffrey's Comics, LA and South Bay's premier comic book outlet. Got you collectibles, pop dolls, little pop doll erasers, uh, anything your geeky hearts desire, you can get there. And all you got to do is uh, just call them up and tell them we sent 310 you. 310-538-3198. They're open. You could tell them we sent you. They'll give you. I don't know if our deal still stands, but it, it was by three trade paperbacks. Get one free, and they ship it anywhere around the country. That's it, Jeffrey's Comics. <sighs> All right, that took a lot out of me. How are you, Joe? We haven't seen you in a while or heard from you in a while. I'm doing pretty good. I've been wanting you to be on because I wanted to talk about, um, fuck, that space show with Avocado. Oh, Final Space. Final Space, yeah. The space I show the new with yeah. Avocado. Yeah. Is Avocado a character? Yeah. It's Avogato. Yeah. Okay. All right. And it's son Little Kato. Yeah, Little Kato. Are they, are they green? No. They're just cats. They're cat people. Yeah, they're just cat people. And they're badass. Uh, who did Yeah, the, very badass. Who did the voice for Lil Kato? I, I, it was like Steven Yoon or something, right? I believe so. Yeah, no, it's a good show. But uh, yeah, we're not doing a final space review yet. Trying to get to know a little bit of what Joe's been up to. Well, yeah, I've been... Watching Final Space and keeping up on my Jughead versus Vampironica, which you're going to want the next issue. Yeah. Just a heads up, Mo. Is that the final one? No, but Sabrina's getting into the action. Oh, okay. Well, I got to catch up and, and go get it. Does it is it connecting with the Sabrina book or is it just like a one off? It doesn't connect with the Sabrina book. This is basically a continuation of well actually it basically takes place in the world of Vampironica and Jughead the Hunger. Okay. So it's actually a continuation of Vampironica's story because her book ended right before it and it's kinda like the main thing or kind of breaks away from the main thing of Jughead to be what he's going on with right now. Alright. Sounds interesting. It's, it's pretty good. I mean, they had little Jinx and her crew in it, which was kind of awesome. 
Not that I was ever a little Jinx fan, but it's <laughs> kind of cool throwback reference. Okay, so you said this isn't Jughead the Hunger. This is the the vampire chicks, the Betty and Veronica book, right? Like, no, they're, they're two. Just, di- are they two different yeah. books in the same universe, or are they one story? Okay, Jughead the Hunger is one universe, and Vampironica is another universe. And Jughead versus uh, Vampironica is Vampironica being put into Jughead the Hunger's universe. Oh, so it's like they're. Fi- their final crisis or crisis on infinite uh archie versus right it's more like the conundrum on multiple earths yeah that's where larry would have laughed <laughs> yeah um, see, i didn't hit the button because yeah. i didn't think it was funny yeah but larry needs to think it's funny not you okay that's the whole point of having ai larry all right speaking um, of crisis on infinite earths and i guess this is a little kind of news issue but kind of just something i'm looking forward to is uh young justice are going to be on earth three fighting their counterparts for from the syndicate mm, when's that happening um in about a month i think is that when the one new, month, two months? Is that when the new season comes out? No, this is a comic. Oh, okay. I'm behind on the cartoon because I don't want to go watch it on my phone just for like four episodes. I'm gonna wait until they're all out and then watch it. Unless they want to get an app for PlayStation Four, then I'll just watch it now. Well, but they're not gonna do that. Has has this Earth Three Young Justice been shown before? Because I, I I type in Earth Three Young Justice and I keep getting fan fiction. So is this like a new thing? I don't remember ever reading uh, uh Earth Three Young Justice stuff. No, it's coming out in like a month or two. Right, but like, is that's a that's the first appearance as far as we know, or have they been part uh-huh. of? Uh, Simple, you know, storyline. To my knowledge, yeah. Okay. Like, I guess DC's got a multiverse thing going on right now. Yeah, I think this is going to be Young Justice's part in that. Yeah, I think uh, Doctor Manhattan is is fucking everything up right now in DC. Yeah, that Doctor Manhattan. Uh, Joe, did you hear that Alien? I mean, I'm sorry, Predator versus Archie came out uh, today. No, the second one? No, fuck. I need that. Yeah. I'm going to buy that. I'm going to buy that right after the show. Cool. Because the uh, first one was awesome. Like, yeah. I don't know if you guys remember it. I do. But it was amazing. Like, the story was great. They kill a bunch of motherfuckers. It, it's awesome. I think that was, like, one of the first that I know of, like, the crossovers from, like, things that they shouldn't be crossing over with. Like, the experimental crossovers. I think that was, like, one of the first of the experimental crossovers. I think you might be right. Yeah. I think back in the day they had the Kiss one, but... But that makes sense, because music. Yeah. But yeah, speaking of Dr. Manhattan, I was uh, turned into Dr. Manhattan at Comic-Con, Drew. Uh, Oh, really? Yeah, they had a Watchmen, HBO Watchmen experience where you go into the machine and they're just like recreating the um the experiment that created them and you know you just go in and you stand and you flay your arms around and then you get turned into dr manhattan but they did this weird thing where um <clears throat> you get uh you know you, you get disintegrated and reintegrated and then your big blue penis is supposed to be hanging so instead they just pixelate the whole screen like the glass broke on the lens <laughs> so was, oh, that's funny yeah and then you know you put your you put your um your email and they send you the video and i think i'm gonna put that video in chat i think i actually took a pov video of what it's like to be in there that'll be on our instagram tomorrow but uh the main one will be in discord in a little bit yeah and uh, I- 
actually that that was kind of dumb. Well, that sounds pretty awesome. Well, the the way like you spent like half a second as Doctor Manhattan before it does that weird pixelation thing, but you kind of can tell that the the way it's overlaid with you, it's it's still like following you. So it's still like whatever wherever you turn, that's that's what it does. And a couple of seconds of that would have been even better. Yeah. But as soon as you see the Doctor Manhattan face, it starts to to pixelate because they don't want to get that penis down there. Yeah, it's basically until, like, so you get your nervous system, then your skeletal system, then your muscular system. And then once the skin starts going around it with your, you know, schlong organ, um, it uh, it pixelates. Well, I understand. Comic-Con is a family family yeah. business. That was in the street, too. Like, it was just HBO. Like, HBO should, you know, HBO's not for kids. I mean, they do Actually, have... Actually, embrace penises as long as they're not erect. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Manhattan's never erect. It's just huge. Right. The The interesting thing about that was uh, when Mo got there, that was the first thing he did because it was right next to our, our favorite bar. And it was like, what, 10 in the morning or something like that when, when you got there. So it was yeah. a, a fairly short line. And, yeah. It was uh, only I, a 90-minute wait. <laughs> a 90-minute wait with like, what, 10 people in front of you? 15 people like, in front of you? It was it was a short line though. It didn't even go all the way to to the end of you know how they make you snake around. It didn't it it never went past like the halfway point of that. And uh, Mo thought it, well because it's early in the morning, no one's there yet. Everybody's still kind of hungover. But I had already been there the the day before, and I never saw it get any bigger than that. Yeah, and even when we went back to the bar later, it was still like that. So I don't know if people were as interested in HBO Watchmen, but yeah, who knows. Um, but yeah, after that, Joe, we went to, uh, we actually got into Comic-Con thanks to the good people at AHUS Media. They had badges for us. So we were able to go in and yeah, we got in. Their stuff happening. Very cool. Their stuff happening in chat here. This is Tyre Claw says, speaking of cat people, that trailer for the movie version of Cats, that's going to be something. Yeah. I have not seen that trailer yet, but a lot of people are talking about it. It looks terrible. Just like from looking at it, not watching the trailer. Well, nice boyfriend of Tire Claw says it's not the fur- the furry community hates it, and I- I've heard a lot of that that people don't like the way it looks. Like it's just it's just weird. It's some sort of cat person hybrid. It's not like like a like what you would expect, kind of either a furry costume or maybe just an all CGI, yeah. just using the voice. It I guess they try to make it look like the Broadway play, but they they, they just but look yeah, weird. I mean. The Broadway play wasn't CGI. Or they look or people. much worse. Yeah. Yeah, those are people wearing like, like I, stockings. I have the trailer right? on, and uh, they don't look too bad. They actually look pretty decent. It's, it's a little weird that some I mean, just visually. Some of them wear clothes, some of them don't. The thought of cats is just odd to me. Like, I've always thought it was odd. Like, even back in the play days, I, like, I don't get it. Did you ever watch the play? No. It, it's like weird. I said, from what I, from everything I saw, I just didn't get it. So I never went out of my way to like. I never ended up seeing it just because I wasn't sure it was something I wanted. Yeah, uh, you're not alone. A lot of people that that saw it felt that way, and it's just one of those things that, I mean, the the guy that made it is is Andrew Lloyd Webber. So he, a, a really big talent, but it's one of those that when he first made it, really just old old ladies that loved cats saw it. And because his name was attached to it and he got bigger, more people wanted to see it. And then it's one of those things where like, everybody looks at a, at a piece of art 
and we all understand that it's stupid but we're supposed to act like we like it and then next thing you know it's like a million dollar piece of, of art even though a minute ago it was a, a piece of toilet paper on the floor i think that kind of happened with that and it blew up now you have to see it and if you don't understand what's going on well then you're not intellectual enough my biggest beef is like why did it take so long to get adapted into a movie like if it's that good you know what i mean because it's not that good no i'm watching this trailer and as far as effects and the look goes it looks good like it looks like a play but better because the people actually look like cat people and honestly while i don't have any interest in cats seeing idris elba as a cat i might i don't know i'm gonna have to actually look into this now does it make you want to pet him no, no. He's kind of a scary cat. Like, I think he would scratch me. <laughs> but the Rebel Wilson cat, she looks pettable. Rebel Wilson's a cat? <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, you guys enjoy. What do you mean, you guys? I ain't going to that thing. Uh, so, Joe, we got to go to Comic-Con, and we're walking around. We're trying to get it to our Artist Alley because you don't um, – I don't know if you remember, Joe, but remember Oz had a run-in with – a guy, Dan Jurgens, creator of Booster Gold and other DC characters. Superstar writer artist Dan Jurgens. Yeah. Sounds Super- familiar. He got like big time. Well, why don't you tell the audience, Oz, the original story? Oh, it's it's a simple story. I, I showed up and uh, met the man that the the world famous Dan Jurgens, creator of Booster uh, Gold, named not, Doomsday. Uh, uh, Wrote the death of Superman. Wait, we're not doing the Larry version because he's not here. Oh yeah, yeah I ran we're, into Dan Jurgens and he like flipped me off and and uh, and kicked me in the nuts. Like, you tried to get artwork, right? You're you're a, a serious buyer. Yeah, uh, I'm there, pocket full of cash, but he was like booked up. I guess he was. He had no time for my. He would not take my money. Yeah. Wow. Did he even look up at you? No. <laughs> <laughs> why, 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 why are you gonna bring up old memories like that well look it, it's you know the, it no he didn't and, and yeah now the the flashbacks are coming back to me yeah but you know he, he didn't look up and i was even like looking through through his book because i he told me he didn't have time to, to do anything he was booked up i understand i mean he did have a lot of people there to see him so I'm looking through his his book to kind of maybe just buy like a, a comic page you know, that might be older and not quite what I want. But it's a it's a chance for me to get something from Dan Jurgens because I didn't know when I would have that opportunity again. And so I'm, I'm kind of asking him questions about some of the stuff I'm looking at. And it's just like quick one word answers. He's not even looking at me the whole time. Somebody else comes up to his booth, looks through one of the same books I was looking at. Asked him, like, just, I don't even remember what it was now, but I just remember thinking, oh, that is the stupidest question you could possibly ask this man about this book he, he drew. And, oh, you're going to get it now, kid, because the way he gave it to me, and I'm a fan, he's going to know that you're just some some dude walking around asking stupid questions. Go, Jergens. Dan Jergens looks up at him and is so nice. Takes the time to, like, stops drawing to explain to him about this this page that this kid asked about. It's it, not even like a little kid. If it was a little kid, maybe I understand. But it was, I say kid, he, he was probably just a little bit younger than me. He's definitely early 30s. And I, uh, that's when I started texting Mo about the, about my experience with Dan Jurgens. And wow. so, yeah, Oz was on a mission to, you know, 
either confront him. We're going to get him on camera, everything. And so we're searching. We're searching through all the um, small press booths, artist alley booths. And while we're going, some guy goes, uh, hey, I can draw you as a pony, as a My Little Pony. And then we just keep walking. And then, oh, dude, I would have loved that. Well, so, well, to, well, well to, to be fair, because I, I think I actually heard him. I, Mo was like, like one track mine on a mission. I don't say well, I was also uh this is gonna play into the story too. I was also inebriated and stoned. I had po- popped an edible <laughs> and <laughs> drank a couple malt liquors and a couple IPAs. What, what I actually what I actually heard, because there was there was more there's if it was just my little pony, then that's one thing. But it was an option of my little pony or as a zombie. And that that's really what got my attention. Cause the, the zombie was what they were pushing. Cause they had like some zombie comic book. And so like, oh, and we can we, we like, draw you as we can draw you. Yeah, we can draw you as as a zombie, blah blah. And the pony thing was just kind of like an afterthought. That that I think that's really why Mo didn't catch it too. Cause it was it, it was you know, just like a suggestion, really, not like not really what they were, what apparently they were there doing, or for some, I don't know, maybe they figured, well, these two dudes are gonna want to be zombies, but that's that's what, like, it took me a second for it to click in my head and just stop, and then I had to grab Mo and like, wait a minute, we gotta go back to this guy and take it away, and he goes, well, you know, he needs to draw you as a pony. I said, no, what, what the fuck, like, what for? He goes, he goes for the good of the show. I'm gonna pay for it. So. Joe, for your viewing pleasure, I hope you're in chat. And I know you're not, but I'll pretend you are. And uh, I present you Moni. The, what was it? Did, did we do it? Because he gave us options. What was the options? I was like, uh, Earth, do you, did you want to just be a regular pony, a unicorn, or a Pegasus? Right. And then there was an option on the, the Joe, you would know this, the cutie mark, I think it's called. Yeah. It, is the, yeah what the fuck is that? <laughs> I, I didn't know what it was, and they had to tell us. Oh, it's the it's the mark on the on the butt, like the like the Care Bears, but on the butt. Right, kind of expressing what your your whole stick is. Right. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. So, Holy fuck, your cutie mark is awesome. <laughs> oh, you are in chat. <laughs> no, I sent it directly to him with his phone. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so he got my piercings. He got my red hair. My beard, uh, the cutie. Mark. I I just realized he frosted the tip on your tail. Yeah, he did a red hair. Like all my hair is red. Like he just forgot the horse cock. But other than that, it was pretty accurate. No, wow, see, you, you, awesome. you that think that's so fucking cool. You think that's a leg? No, that's not the leg. And uh, Joe, I don't know if you can see my eyes in it. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. So wow, that, that is so cool. Uh, Tiger Law says that Dr. Manhattan video looks like one of those apps that lets you add effect scenes. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. That's what. That's really what it is. They just Instead of giving you an app, they made you stand in line for 90 minutes. It would have been better promotion if they just give you the app for free. Um, but yeah, so that guy drew a Stan Yan. He's a good guy. He did tech blow up my phone like 15 times <laughs> trying to get uh, me to come pick it up. But I, I think it was, you know, service issues and shit. Nah, he seemed excited to draw you. Huh? He seemed excited to draw you. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, because usually the people that enjoy, like, if you're a a 36-year-old dude that wants to be drawn as a My Little Pony, like, it's probably a dude he doesn't want to deal with that much, you know what I mean? But if you're a a dude like me, and he's like, yeah, okay, you know, he's going to have fun with it. Or if it's a kid, you know, it makes sense, you know? But for me, he probably thought like a zombie or a monster or something, which ideally that's what I would have liked, but... 
I, I kind of like this My Little Pony look. He got my earrings and everything. But that was well, a little, yeah, that's cool. That we were still on the quest to find Jergens. This was the second coming with Jergens, and uh, where we, we that, go on, we got all the way to the edge of the of the uh, convention center and realized we went the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah, that did happen. Which was because <laughs> that was like more like the video game section. And there was this video game where it's supposed to be really scary. There was a, a, a pretty long wait. Otherwise, we would have gone in. But the people that were handling that booth, and I'm going to look up. I took a picture of it just to make sure I get the name right. But let's see here. They, like the, the young lady that was making sure everybody was okay, heard all the screaming. And it's like, are you okay in there? Like, we know this is scary, but fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, we're walking by and we heard it. And we're like, wow, that's there we thought well they must be exact like it must be being filmed and they're exaggerating because they, they tell you to do that but then when we saw somebody working that booth go back there look at us and look in there and like we were like i i don't know it's your booth and like yeah. actually walk in <laughs> she actually opens the door it's like is everybody okay in there and i guess they said yeah she closes the door and walks back and you could still hear them screaming and she even tells like one of the other booth workers there because they all started looking at her. She's like, they said they were fine. <laughs> That's funny. And uh, it's called The uh, the Man of Medan or Medan. Uh, comes out August 30th, 2019. It looks like a movie. Or it's, it says The Dark Pictures, Man of Medan. Uh, I assume it's Medan because it rhymes with man. Um, but yeah, we were like walking. Like, what the hell's going on in there? And then we we're going to try to go in. And then there was another line. So we're like, well, no, let's get this Jergens out of the way. So we went back and we found Jergens. And then uh, I actually videotaped Oz's um, interaction with Jergens. But when we actually found Jergens, Oz, I want you to take it from there. The video will be up probably on our YouTube or IGTV tomorrow. I don't know. One of those. Maybe both. Fuck it. But uh, it was an interesting interaction, to say the least. What well, else did you take it from me? I, I thought it was going to be a, a flashback to the first time. Because, again, we, we go and we're standing right in front of where he's sitting there drawing. And, again, not looking up because he's busy drawing. And again, I start looking through, through one of his books and I just happen to ask, Hey, so uh, you're taking commissions or are you you booked up? He's like, oh, I'm all booked up. And then he looks up. I don't know if he saw me. I don't know if he saw Mo because I was still kind of looking at, at the book. But all of a sudden, he's like, ah, oh, wait, I think I can do one. I, I think I have an opening. And starts like you, going through his schedule. You, I have a cancellation. <laughs> he did that move. Yeah. And yeah like i wanted a, a full body but he did have like a, a lot of stuff i'm pretty sure he was just like trying to trying to add one more so i got a, a half body and i i just said oh just booster gold inks whatever you got time for man and uh you know i'll I'll come back and pick it up and yeah he he, he said come back at 6 30 and uh, it'll be here i might not be here but it'll be here is what he said which i figured oh he's gonna take my money and run because he's Dan Jurgen. <laughs> but, you know, we came back a, a little bit a little bit early. He was still working on it and uh we we get to we get to the booth and he kind of like looks at looks at us and I'm just like, "No, no, no. Keep going. Just take your time. <laughs> take your he time. We're, we're early. We're there. He wasn't ready yet." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Oz tells him, "Oh, I'm early, so you know, take your time. We're here till we cl till it closes and uh and then, you know, and he did his thing. I actually took a picture. I put it in chat. I don't know if you can see it, Joe. You can zoom in. 
Oz, I don't know if yeah. you have a better picture of the of the actual picture that he did because that looked it looked amazing. Like I I was astonished by it. It's just black and black and white, yeah. But it looked it looked good. No, it's gonna it's gonna be a couple weeks. I took it to um, my framers right away. Oh, okay. So I took them that and then the other gigantic piece that i bought which <laughs> it, it was funny because i honestly didn't even know if jurgens would be there so we're looking at other art stuff and alex right. gardner i like his stuff so i i bought something from him it was just a litho i wanted something he he signed i i wasn't sure if i was gonna able, be able to get a commission from him because he he when going through his art book of, of all his lithographs there was like the last two pages had a couple of sketches that he did, simple little little sketches, and uh, they were they were kind of interesting. And I asked him, well, how much how much is, are these original ones? And he's like, well, these are like four hundred. I wanted to say for this fucking stick figure, but it's Alex Gardner, so I I didn't say I said okay, well, I'll take this litho for twenty. <laughs> You know, and at least I got at least I got something that you signed and and uh, yeah I, I I took that and that's like the only thing I didn't get framed because like I'm just gonna leave it in that plastic sleeve that I bought for it. I mean it's just it's just a signature really. Nice. But then I also ended up getting Joe. Do you know who Olivia? What the fuck's her last? How do you pronounce her last name? Mo. Do you know how to pronounce her last name? Mo's gone. Is Mo gone? Possibly. Olivia de Berandinis. I guess Berandini. She... Yeah, she's a well-known oh. artist. It's not like I'm not coming up with random names here, but so oh, it doesn't sound familiar. I think she did. She she did a lot of art for like uh, like Playboy or Penthouse, something like that. So you you might not have heard of her because she's not a comic book artist, as far as I know. Although she draws. Well, the only Playboy artist I know is uh, the only couple I know are like Dean Eagle and uh, I actually can't remember the name of the guy that does Carrie. Okay, you're not in chat, right? I am. Oh, you are. Okay, so I'm gonna post this this uh, Heath Ledger uh, image that I bought. Mo, you know this artist pretty good, right? Olivia Mo, wasn't he just on? Uh, I'm not sure. I've actually been getting a fair amount of static. I mean, you sound fine. I don't know how I sound, so it must just be on on his end. Okay, so I'm posting. Her name's her last name starts with a B. You said yes. Uh, B E R A R D I N I S. B E R. Sorry, one more time. B E R A R D I N I S. Very talented artist. I like a lot of her Wonder Woman stuff. Mo really loved her her Hella, and uh, she's so big that if you look up her most recent Wonder Woman, and it's like a, a full body where she's holding a sword because she's got like like three or four of them. With after she made that. It sold for like 20 grand. Oh, okay. So, and she's good. But I think she's mostly known for pinups. So her doing this uh, uh, comic book characters. Artists. But I see a couple. I'm doing an image search. And she does a few comic book or some comic book stuff. Like there's a Wonder Woman with the bracelets crossed and a Catwoman. The, which, the what's her name one from Batman Returns. Yeah, she's really good. Yeah, I wanted to get one of the Wonder Woman ones too, but she only had like one left that was framed. And the difference between the price of it outside, like just here's the art and framed was like 300 bucks. Like my framer do it for for 100 because it's it's big. It's it's a it's a pretty good size. But yeah, I I wasn't going to pay $300 for an okay frame job when I got a guy that'll do it for a third of the price. Yeah, I get it. 
Plus, I never took into consideration how I was going to take all this stuff home. Like, it, it, it's just a big one. Like, <laughs> like the the Dan Jurgens art, it's it you know it's a little bit bigger than than a regular sheet of paper. Uh, the other litho is, I guess, the size of a of a comic book page, like the the artist page, not the actual comic book. So it's a little longer, but right. it's still it's still manageable. Like I still could have just thrown that in my backpack in that plastic hard sleeve, and it would have been fine. So, but yeah, that that Joker one, I actually had to go to an art shop the next day and get like a portfolio thing to stick it in because I was worried it was going to get folded or something like that on the airplane. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm trying I'm trying to get Mo back on the call. So I'm gonna I'm gonna call Mo and it might ring for us. It's been doing that for me for some reason. Oh okay. So you might hear the oh no never mind Mo you're back Mo you're back. Mo, you're back. Unmute your mic, Mo. Mo, Mo's dead. I don't know what's happening with Mo. That's a shame. I really like that guy. <laughs> you might come back and Mo's muting and unmuting his mic. Yeah, I don't know what's happening with him. So, Joe, you watched uh, Batman Hush. We'll get back to Con Con stuff if he gets back on because he's got all the stories and a lot of the pictures. Well, I, I, I could talk about some of the stuff I saw or that I saw come out of Comic Con. Okay. Like, yeah. I've been watching some of the news and stuff from my. Uh, from where I am, um, not as good an experience, but, you know, uh, one of the things that looked really good, and I, I don't know, because I don't know what you've seen and what you haven't seen, but one of the things I saw is the Harley Quinn trailer. I saw the that. cartoon, the animated one. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I saw Which, that. What did you think? Let's say again? I, yeah, I saw that. What did you think? Oh, it looks amazing. Like, it looks really funny, and it looks like Harley Quinn, like, done right. Like, being all violent and crazy. Yeah, I uh, I forgot that it was Kaylee Cuoco doing the voice. Right. Well, I mean, I don't think it's her first time. I feel like she's done it before. I can't verify that. It's but po- it's possible. Like, just voice work in general, are you saying? Or, uh, heart, like, uh... Harley Quinn. Yeah, I think she's done Harley Quinn before. Mm, I gotta look that up. Because it's a good voice. I've heard a lot worse. Right. Um, but yeah, it, or maybe not. I'm not sure. It's the girl from what you call it, right? From uh, from Big, Big Bang, Bang Theory. Theory? Yeah, the, the blonde. The hot blonde from the beginning. Because they added another like cute blonde halfway through or something. Hello? Uh, I was an inconsistent watcher. Mo's back, by the way. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you now. Awesome. Yeah. For some reason, Skype switched my microphone input from my soundboard to my headphone jack. I don't know why. Okay. Well, that's Joe, weird. Joe was, talk, I, Joe was talking about the Harley Quinn trailer. Yeah. Did you see it? That's for the DC Universe one, right? Yeah. For the, yeah, for the animated series. Yeah, that one I'm okay with. I haven't seen it, but I'm down with it because so far, DC Universe has been doing good shit, you know, aside from Titans. So I'm not going to preemptively hate it without even watching any I just saw the screen cap and I like the art style too. So I'm like, well, I'm down, I guess. Yeah, it looks really funny and violent like yeah. a Harley Quinn should be. I, so, I, okay. I, I do have a feeling of why I got uh, had the issues in my computer because I was, Oz was talking about he bought the Olivia Verdinali for Delaniti art. And I was about to talk about how I bought stuff from what I thought was. Uh, a young lady by the name of Marguerite Bennett, but it was somebody else. 
And as you remember this, right? Uh, I think so. We, I went. Oh, bought, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I was trying to buy this trade paperback for the comic book called Animosity uh, by Aftershock Comics. Animosity number one, the first volume. It's a comic I've been wanting to review on the show. But, you know, I waited a little too long to get the first issue. Then I'm like, you know what? I'll do the first trade paperback. Now they're on volume seven. <laughs> so I'm going <laughs> to buy it directly from the writer. So there's a, a, a cute young lady, I assume is miss bennett and she's just texting away on her phone instead of like reading the passersby or whatever i'm like hey you know what she's doing business it's comic-con maybe she's stealing some deals movie deal whatever you know so i didn't interrupt her i didn't say hi how you doing nothing i just grabbed what i'm gonna buy and i just waited till she was done and to me it felt like five minutes before she acknowledged i was there and uh and i bought it and this trade paperback which goes you know msrp is 15 dollars was 25 dollars and I'm like, okay. So I'm waiting for her to sign it because I'm like, at least I'm getting it, you know, signed and no signature. I had already gotten my change and everything. And then I look at her badge and it's somebody totally different that works for comicsketchart.com, which is <laughs> these people that buy blocks of booths and then they hire talent to go sell stuff there at a markup and they split it. You know what I mean? Right. And there was a couple people that like, I know there was like Scott Williams or I believe it's Scott Williams. It, that wasn't Scott Williams that I saw selling Scott Williams art. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. It says right here. The guy that did, uh, what's him call it? He did the medic, no justice, detective comics. Oh, it, it was, uh, what's him call it? Tyrion Williams or whatever. Tywin. Oh, Williams. okay. Yeah, that guy. Uh, there was a guy who was selling Dan Pinozian stuff and that was Dan Pinozian. But for Marguerite Bennett, it wasn't her. And, uh, and yeah, they didn't, she didn't tell me, oh, come back. She'll sign it for you or whatever. She's not here to sign it right now or it's pre-signed, nothing. So I paid $25 for, uh, essentially so that comicsketchart.com could get their fucking commission. So I got to go on some investigative journalism shit and figure this shit out. You know what I mean? Right. Because I'm not saying I want my $25 back. I just, if I'm going to pay more for a comic at Comic-Con from an artist booth, I want it fucking signed. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I didn't want to derail the Harley Quinn talk for <laughs> for this, but this is what I was trying to say earlier. And now all of a sudden, none of my shit started working. Stopped, you know, everything stopped working. You got hacked. I guess, man. I don't know. I have been talking about that in in uh at the barbershop and i do have my xbox on at all times over there about getting hacked or about getting ripped off oh getting ripped off by comicsketchart.com yeah i think that's the site that there was a site that you like you pay them a certain amount of money and they'll get you like people's signatures at conventions too yeah and then they mail it to you yeah i think that's them and you know it sucked because you know i mentioned dan pinozian but i also i'm a fan of dave johnson and he was there with them but i mean he's got to pay his rent and shit so he actually stopped living in la to go open a barbecue restaurant that has since failed i think or he got bought out and then failed so now he's back and now he's i guess he's got to make up that money by selling stuff for comicsketchart.com but yeah you, all keep saying all the, you keep saying the website name a lot oh yeah i'm gonna be i want people to know who they are so the three people that listen need to know who they are and if they go to conventions they need to tell me who they're buying stuff from whether it's the actual talent or not you know what i mean because i saw it you know i only saw like three people i knew that matched the name tag on their booth everybody else was just random people and 
you know, I, I spoke to, you know, the guy that hooked us up with the with our entrance to Comic-Con. And I told him, he goes, you sure it wasn't like the publisher or somebody from the publishing company? I go, you know, I saw her badge. It had her name and it didn't say any kind of title or anything. Usually it says like exhibitor or something. This just looked like a random ass person sitting in, in Marguerite Bennett's booth. So I just want ComicSketchArt.com. I hope I'm saying it right. I tried memorizing it on the fly. Uh, yeah, ComicSketchArt.com. I'm coming for you. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure she's she's they're afraid. Uh, they will be. I, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm literally. I'm gonna. You know, I wanted to talk about it first on the show, and then hopefully by next show, I will have comments or something from some kind of sales department or something on why this happened. You know what I mean? Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's going to produce, like, I, I overpaid for a comic, but at least I'm going to produce content and maybe get a Pulitzer. Nice. But yeah. Then I also bought an awesome HP Lovecraft print that I'm probably going to get tattooed on me. Nice. Uh, Oz, do we have any other experiences to relay about Comic Con? Uh, mostly just witty banter, but Lawrence is in here. Yeah, we hung out. We were talking about all the stuff that Larry hasn't watched, like Dark, how awesome it was. But he's not here. What was it, what was interesting to to watch though was Mo and Lloyd arguing over over Spider Man Far From Home. Oh yeah, because like I can, we we argue with Mo, but. He Mo knows a lot more Spider Man than we do, so it was just interesting seeing somebody just go toe to toe. And somebody, well, not only that, he knows almost as much Spider Man as me, maybe even more because he actually reads current shit too. Like he actually read, I think he reads like thirty or forty comics a week, you know. And uh, oh wow, yeah. And then on top of that, he knows me since I was twelve, so he knows exactly how to like get at me, and that. I I that is pretty. Yeah, so, I mean, so he's presenting arguments that I, I'm sitting there just like amazed, and then he turns to me for confirmation. And I'm like, I sure, yeah, no, I I agree. That sounds right. Well, no, I was looking for you to. No, um, not you, Lloyd. Lloyd's the oh, one yeah. that, that brought me into the conversation. Like I'm over, I'm over here drinking with the ladies. <laughs> yeah, that that was something to behold. But you had to be there. I didn't even record that. Not because it made me look bad, but more... Uh, it was spontaneous. It just it happened. Really spontaneous. In fact, we made the person uncomfortable, and he just left. Oh, yeah. There was a guy sitting alone there, and you know, we introduced ourselves, and we were perfectly willing to, to drink with him and have a conversation with him. He seemed like a like an interesting dude. And yeah. at some point, he just walked away. And he goes, then, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, and then one of the girls went to, to the bathroom and came back, and she was like, hey, that guy that was here is just sitting by himself over there drinking like not talking to anybody like it was kind of sad yeah it actually hurt my feelings because man how fucked up am i in my arguing that he had to leave and i wasn't even arguing with him if he was yeah, a, that is... if he was a real wow. man he would have jumped in i'm sorry it like, he should have jumped in well you know if he had something to say or, or you know at least like how you said you're drinking with the girls like you could have drank with the girls and just let me and lloyd keep going at it you know I tried, but Lloyd, Lloyd like threw me in there, and I, I the stuff that you guys were saying, I'm just like I don't, I don't even know what the hell he's talking about now. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. He, he really lost. Uh, well, the argument is I don't like Tony Stark's mentorship of Peter Parker in the MCU. That's it, you know. And then he like brought in something thinking it was going to make me accept it. That made it even worse. Where it's like, no, that's his Uncle Ben. He doesn't have an Uncle Ben in MCU. Tony Stark is his Uncle Ben, and I'm like, ah, yeah. Now I hate it even more. Yeah, it's a conversation that would be great for the show. 
Yeah. Plus, I, I think you were both drunk. I think you were both drunk, too. So there's that. I think me more than him, but yeah, it could have been that. Yeah. Because, I mean, I started as soon as I got off the freeway from San Diego, I started. I just gave my niece. <laughs> oh, well, another thing, Joe, my mom, I always got to hang out with my mom and my niece because my mom was down at Comic Con, too. Oh, and, that's cool. Yeah, my sister, my, my little niece, you know, newborn. Not newborn. She's about to be a year and a month. But um, and then my older niece and nephew. So we all got to hang out and spend time with my family. And uh, yeah, that was cool. We got to see my mom, mom Magnum. That bitch is crazy. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's our stuff from Comic-Con. Uh, Oz, what did you do on Sunday? Uh, more wandering of the streets of San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. Spent some time at, at a couple of bars. Well, I had to go get that uh that bag to carry the art. Yeah, from Blix. Yeah. So that that was my morning. And yeah, it's really just walking around. And actually wouldn't be bad if we if we had well if we had passes for Sunday because yeah. a lot of the people were gone. Like it was not as crazy packed as as that Saturday. Okay. Even even I mean I, I ended the, the afternoon at a at our bar and even that seemed a little dead that day. Although yeah. it was in- interesting, I-, I texted you about this. Apparently, yeah. DJ Qualls like I- that was like the second or third time I seen him at that bar, and I thought, well, the dude just like really enjoys the bar. But what what happened was I I don't know if he's friends with one of the bartenders because one of the- one of the bartenders that that was serving me that day, like at some point she comes from behind the bar and then they go off on that outside patio and just like start having a conversation. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't go and ask him any questions. I didn't want to bug him because at, at that bar, you're just there to relax. I'm going to let the dude relax. But yeah, I think that, I think that's why he was there. I think he just, I don't know if he's from San Diego or, or just like, I don't know how he met this bartender chick. Cause she, she was, she's just the bartender that we've seen there all weekend. Well, I saw her there all weekend. And then, oh, that's interesting. and I mean, he hung out there for, for a few hours till some douchebag started getting loud and saying his name out loud and suddenly he got he gets up he's like well i gotta get going because you know assholes are yelling his name out to the streets and yeah took off i mean he was nice about it but i could tell dude he probably freaked out because he he thought he was gonna have like a whole bunch of people there taking pictures like nonstop. You know, as it was, he he was still he was there taking pictures with some of the people there that recognized them. But dude, dude with the beard was a little <laughs> like yeah yeah like he should be Wolverine, <laughs> but like Wolverine after like Rogue like kisses him. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but yeah, it means he's he's, <laughs> he's really skinny, but uh, he had like a thick beard, so he's he's also like really furry. Yeah. Rogue doesn't do that, but yeah. Yeah, it makes you skinny. Like Wolverine can handle it. Yeah, Sunday I woke up. I woke up early and everything, and then everybody was just in a chill mood. My mom made a well, I went and got everybody breakfast. My mom, my nieces, all them. And then I started because I was gonna leave Monday morning at five or four thirty. So I was like, Well, you know what? Let me do all this car shit first and then figure out what we're gonna do. And then we just started watching Black Panther. So that took two hours. And Black Panther is a good movie, man. Like, the the real hero of that movie is M'Baku. Like, if you watch everything from his perspective, like, that dude is the hero. But, you know, I'm not going to do a, a belated review of that. And then, yeah, and then we just chilled. Then we ate lunch. And then next thing you know, it's like, oh, shit, it's time for bed. <laughs> yeah. So we didn't leave in the house that day. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of announcements from Marvel though for Comic Con. I don't know, Joe. Did you hear about Thor: Love and Thunder? No. Okay, that's Thor four. Before we went to Comic Con, it was gonna be uh, 
there was an announcement that it was going to be directed by Taika Waititi, the guy that did Ragnarok, which, you know, I love the guy. I love Thor Ragnarok, but I don't know if I want every Thor to be like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this I one is going to be Thor, but it's going to be Jane Foster Thor. That was the big announcement here at Comic-Con. Okay. So we're going to get... Uh, so. Uh, there's a bunch of dudes on the internet angry because it's a female, you know, and whatnot. Oh, fuck them. Well, I'm more angry that, you know, in the comics, we didn't know who she was for a long time or, you know, a reasonable amount of time. Like it was a whole thing about who the female Thor is, you know, and uh, and you couldn't tell who she was because she switches bodies, you know, like how Thor used to back in the day. Mm-hmm. So with this announcement, I'm sure they're not going to do that switching bodies thing, which, you know, I love so much. So that pissed me off. Because James Jane Foster's in that book, Jane Foster's body was like like she was dying of cancer or something like that, right? Well, that and also she's also like a big you know Nordic woman <laughs> as Thor, not you know. Right. And I don't know Foster. I didn't know if it. Oh wow, sorry. I just <laughs> I'm still looking at uh, Olivia's art and uh, the Wonder Woman that I I said actually sold for sixty five grand. Wow. Then another one for forty, and then another one for fifteen. I guess the more she makes, the the, the price goes down. But sorry, I just caught me off guard. Um, when, when she talked about the announcement, well, when she was on stage and all that, she made, the, I don't know if it was a joke or she was serious that they took pictures and she was saying, well, these will be the before pictures before I, I get all bulked up for the role. Uh, I, t- I tend to believe Natalie Portman would do that because she is really serious about what she does. So yeah. you might get, I mean, she's, I'm pretty sure she's not going to get like huge but you know she'll she'll put some work in and uh make it look a little bit more like comic book but probably not switching bodies i don't yeah. believe that's gonna happen because you're gonna either have to cgi her muscles or, or muscle suit her up or cgi the muscles away to be able to do that yeah i don't know they're they're probably i don't know how it's gonna look i'm more concerned about the look but i mean ultimately who cares uh, yeah. jane foster thor has a helmet that covers the face too right yeah when when she took that off, like could people tell that's Jane Foster or was it? well, she was she was blonde and everything. Like you know, Jane Foster's like a brunette, and she turns into Thor and becomes a big, tall, buff, blonde woman. But the face was different too. Yeah, it's it. They did the stuff like they used to do with Donald Blake and Thor, and they did it with Jane Foster. Yeah, you know? I guess the real question is, <laughs> I guess the real question is, is Kat Dennings coming back? Nah, she's not coming back. But she's meow meow. Yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants her back other than I you. I want her back. Joe yeah, wants her back. Other than you and me. Joe, no, you Joe. want meow meow back, right? Um, I'm good either way. Yeah. Mm. Like, it's literally just you and me that remember her. I thought you were going to say you wanted her back, too. Oh, no. I mean, I, I could go either way. It doesn't matter. Like, I I, I just want uh, a female Thor that looks like a female Thor. You know what I mean? Nah. You're going to get a, a female Thor that looks like Natalie Portman. Right. Exactly. So, I don't care what the fuck they do. If they don't do that, they can do whatever the fuck they want. You know? Yeah. Like, Natalie Portman should just be Jane Foster and then Gal Gadot be a blonde Thor. Give her some... I'm- Blonde hair. Not, it has to be like I don't know. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like logistically, it, Marvel doesn't want. They spent Ooh. enough money getting Natalie Portman, Ronda Rousey. Get, yeah, but them. but the thing is, not even. They spent enough money trying to get Natalie Portman into the fold again that they uh that they're not gonna pay 
ultra special effects. Like she's just gonna be Natalie Portman that wields his hammer. That's really it. That's all it's gonna be. You think they like, backed and up? She's a, not gonna have a, a a helmet that covers her face either. You think they I mean, backed up a truck of money for that for, to get her? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like she didn't want to deal with Marvel anymore. Like it might have been like, okay, you have to pay me this much, but I have to be Thor. You know what I mean? Wait, why didn't she want to work with Marvel? She had a, I don't remember exactly, but she had like a falling out and a hard time making Thor the Dark World. And I think it was the director, the original director that wanted, that was going to do Thor the Dark World. That's who she wanted. And then, you know, at the beginning of it, like principal photography, they got rid of her. And then she went on to do um, Wonder Woman. And after that, she's like, I don't want to work with Marvel again. And that's why it was a big surprise that she was in Endgame because she like, that I that's why I thought that it was only just recycled footage, you know, or, or you know, B roll or whatever composite footage of her from the Dark World because um yeah, because she didn't want anything to do with Marvel after after Dark World. And that's why she never came back. You know, they did the whole thing with the breakup and everything. Oh, okay. Do you think she's gonna get her own hammer? Um, because she's she's actually in the comics. She's actually using Mjolnir, right? Yeah. Because in the comic, know. everybody that picks up Mjolnir get becomes a Thor. Anybody who's worthy becomes a Thor. Right. Um, but it, the movies don't know what to do. Um, because we also have a Doctor Strange without the Eye of Agamotto in it now. Right, with no eye. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that's so you know that's his whole purpose was. Like in the movie, the first movie was said, it, the whole purpose was protecting the eye of Agamotto and the realities. And now we don't, you know, we won't have that. But, you know, that was that. So we'll see. We'll see what they do from here on in. I mean, ultimately, I, I guess it doesn't matter what I think because, you know, well, it's for Doctor not- Strange, since there's no more eye. Yeah. Uh, the, the next movie is called Multiverse Madness or something like that. But yeah. I've been hearing that it's going to be more a horror movie. Yeah, the name Multiverse of Madness is a H.P. Lovecraft um, theme, and that that does you know he's going to probably deal with the cancerverse or or a hellscape like the Upside Down or something. It's going to be more about protecting the gates. See, it'd be perfect if uh, Far From Home actually did have gates to other realities, because then that would give Doctor Strange a purpose, you know. But then it didn't happen, so we'll see how they do that too. Yeah. Yeah, but Doctor Strange kind of had it. I mean, he could do it astrally, like, you know, he has reasons to do it without the blip or whatever, you know? Right, like in that first movie, he goes into different universes. Right, yeah, just by by willing it. Well, I would say unwilling, because I think the the ancient one tossed him in there, right? Yeah. Okay. And then there's a, what else? They announced the new Blade, Joe. I don't know if you were aware of that. No, I'm not. Yeah, it's going to be Maharshala Ali. Oh, okay. You know who that is? That's up there. Offhand. It sounds familiar, but I can't. He was quite. He was the villain in Luke Cage. Not the villain. The, uh, I guess, te- a villain, the, the club owner. Well, he was like one of the Serpent Society guys. He was like Black Mamba or something. Cottonmouth. Oh, okay. That's who he was. He was Cottonmouth. Yeah, which is, you know, it's weird that they're getting a guy from their universe, within their universe, to be another guy within their universe. That's uh-huh. a little odd. It shows you they stop caring about the, the it Netflix. happens in Law & Order a lot. I only watch SVU, so I don't know. But, yeah, um, they did it with the guy from Homecoming and the Captain America movie, the Asian guy. But then they put a picture of the guy from the first Avenger movie, like, saying it's his grandfather. You know what I mean? So they uh-huh. kind of managed to do that. Uh, I was kind of hoping for 
uh, Blade to still be Wesley Snipes. Cause old man Blade. Well, he's old man Blade in the comics right now. Yeah, but they they want and new, he has a daughter. Like they want new young Blade. Like I don't know about you, but I watched what we do in the shadows, and he was in there as Blade, and he didn't look that old. And that's a TV budget. I mean, no, he looks good for his age. Yeah, yeah, because the like you watch any of those current movies, it's, it's mostly a straight to DVD or streaming. But he still looks good and moves good. And he looks better, like half the dudes his age. Like that's why he's not in the in the in the was it the Expendables because he makes everybody look really old. <laughs> yeah, I stopped watching that once they went PG thirteen. Expendables went PG thirteen. Yeah, once they had women on. Okay. Well, it was because of Mel Gibson, or that's what the story I heard. That's also why Mel they Gibson had Wesley wanted Snipes. something. Oh, go ahead. That's also why they didn't have Wesley Snipes because of Mel Gibson. Hmm. Because he's racist, or yeah, because he's a racist. Well, I was just joking. <laughs> Is that really the reason? <laughs> yeah. huh. No, I mean I don't know if it's the reason, but I assume that's the reason. Yeah, no, Expendable movies should not be PG. No, they shouldn't. Wow, Expendables three PG thirteen, huh? Is there a? Film? Yeah, there was a bit of an uproar about Maharshala Ali being cast as a uh, as Blade, but Wesley Snipes. Why? What's wrong with them? Well, they wanted Wesley Snipes, you know, and uh, oh, well, yeah, because he is like the first MCU movie, you know, mm-hmm. and he was but, good, and, and yeah, he was good. So, um, but you know. He, I guess a couple of days later, he commented and said that he gives his blessing and, you know, Maharshala Ali is going to do a good job. And I, I, I'm actually a, a fan of Maharshala Ali. Um, I just think his face is too expressive for Blade. <laughs> Blade is more stoic to me. And Wesley Snipes did that very well. Um, Maharshala Ali is, I mean, you guys watch 4400, right? No. Uh, no. Well, that's why we need Larry here because he watched it because he doesn't know who Maharshala Ali is. But I always tell him it's the guy that looked like he was about to cry in every scene of Forty Four Hundred. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then he knows exactly who he is. So like, I think if you Google Maharshala Ali Forty Four Hundred, like all the pictures that come up are him about to cry. And it's not that he's about to cry in the show. That's just how he looks the whole time in that show. I'm actually looking it up right now. <laughs> yeah, it was too. Uh, too. I saw him on on Luke Cage, and he he played that role pretty seriously. Well, yeah, he, he does. No, he, like he did good. I mean, he's won a. I think he won one Academy Award and was nominated another year. Like he, he's really good. It's just I, I've been a fan since forty four hundred. So to me, he's always about to cry. Yeah, he does kind of have that little that look. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll see. I, I kind of wanted to see Wesley Snipes too, but this guy's good from what I've seen. Yeah. I, I, like I've only seen him in Luke Cage, and he was good there. He did like two seasons of that, I think. Yeah, I only saw him in like six episodes of Luke Cage, but that yeah. All right, let's see what else we got here. Um, also out of Comic-Con, they announced the release date for the Steven Universe TV movie, and they showed the final trailer for it, so that's coming out September 2nd, I believe, give or take, and, uh, for anyone that's interested in Steven Universe, you got that. Oh, you know what they announced, too? They showed the Crimson Trooper, the, what is it, the, the Sith Trooper from the new Star Wars movie at Comic-Con. And boy, man, that was a bust. Yeah. It looked like somebody just spray-painted the white one. Yeah. Uh, Joe, you read Crimson Empire, right? Uh, I don't think I did. Okay. Which one is that again? That's the one that had all the... the 
Remember the Crimson Guard? Right. Like, okay, so it would have all them in the cover, but they would have like more like stormtrooper like outfits, and they would fight. Like it showed them like really fighting and protecting the Empire. Okay. Yeah, I didn't read that one. But you remember the covers? Kinda. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna. I'll send you this picture, and I'll put it in chat. Let's see. And then I'm putting it in chat. Okay, you, you got it all? Yeah, although I think that's a toy, but that's... Yeah, but there. that's really what it looks like. Yeah. That, that the toy actually looks better than what the actual costume is going to look like. I'll put that too. Um, I think I see it. Um, you know, you just put Sith Trooper in and a bunch of videos come up. What was the other one you were comparing it to? Crimson Guard? The Crimson Empire covers. Let's see here. Yeah, and those. I'll have... be honest. I'm not a huge fan of different types of stormtrooper uniforms. It's like they should all be the same. And if someone has risen above stormtrooper, then they shouldn't be wearing a stormtrooper uniform. Like I, I will say, what's her name looks cool in the metallic reflective thing but she should have her own thing like if you're not a stormtrooper don't wear stormtrooper armor it's just kind of how i feel about it i I know i kind of i'm kind of in the same boat but i i just feel like they were trying to go for the crimson empire look without having to go into the source material you know what i mean but didn't they have those that's one of the things that were awesome about them. Like when you watch the original movies, it's because they're not stormtroopers. They're like right. these big, imposing, like robe. Like part of what makes them awesome is that they're different. Yeah. Even though they don't do anything in the original movie except like stand there. Yeah. And even in a what you call it, it's like in a what the Force the Awakens or whatever. Or the Last Jedi. Like yeah, Last Jedi. Like they don't they aren't stormtroopers. So their costumes are different. Like that's how it should be. Yeah. The, I mean the Last Jedi guys, the the Royal Guard look like that Crimson Empire cover. Yeah, I think they had the same weapon too. Um Leafs in six in chat says i wonder why they did not go with the sith troopers from kotor knights of the old republic all they had to do was tweak it a bit and quite frankly they didn't have to tweak it at all they could have just gone with it really but it's uh, yeah they they just they took the lazy way out which that's why i always say it's disney's crimson empire yeah it'll make it easier for them to make toys because all they have to do is just repaint stormtroopers or clone troopers or what they call the 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 new troopers you know what i mean right Posting a picture of the Royal Guard. Yeah. Yeah, they look cool. I was happy to see that. Yeah, a little weird, but yeah, it's the, way better than, than that Sith Trooper. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess I don't like it. <laughs> I don't know. I'll probably get over it, but. I guess all yeah. the. Is when the, when the movie comes out, it's actually good, right? And then I guess the Jedis will have like green stormtroopers and green and blue stormtroops. <laughs> but like for example like in return of the jedi like they had the endor ones like did you not like those either with the different helmet um well they were different okay and they made sense because they're like in different terrain so you get a different you you don't wear white in the in the jungles like well the, i mean they were white well didn't they have like a like camo no the rebels had camo they were white right 
Oh, you just know what? I'm like thinking the snowtrooper helmet with the visor and the mouth thing. You know, what? I was thinking of the snowtroopers. Well, yeah, the snowtroopers also made sense too because they had more white. It was just their eyes that were black. Right, but then they had like a fur coat or something too, right? I remember they were wearing a fur. No, oh, you make me look this up, huh? I don't think they were wearing a fur. Yeah, it's hard for me to remember the details. Yeah, I remember right now. the people that really like took terrain into account were the rebels. Like they had furs, they had camo, that their helmets were like more soft and easy to carry, you know, like as opposed to like just hard and rigid so that you can actually like move your neck to see, you know? Yeah, I guess I guess it just looks like they're wearing thicker clothes. Oh, you know what? Their their jacket is longer. They're they're wearing like tuxedo tails. Oh, okay. I'll post that in chat. Uh, for the, those Riverdale fans, uh, Lily Reinhardt, the girl that plays uh, Betty Cooper, she was dating the dude that plays Jughead in real life, but they broke up. And for the Riverdale like panel or signing thing, she like totally ignored him and like rolled her eyes at him and stuff. And there's video of it. I don't know if you guys care, but that yeah, probably comes. not. Yeah. Uh, it makes me think of Midsummer. I still that's about people breaking up. I still need to see that. You should. It's good. Let's see what else happened at Comic-Con. They, yeah, they, oh, go ahead. They announced Brandon Routh is going to wear the Superman outfit again in the in the next Crisis on the Arrowverse. So is that, is that Superman? Because he's going to be Superman from another Earth, right? Yeah. So is he going to be the one from Superman Returns? No idea. I mean, they did not announce it yet. Or from what I hear, they they're not confirming or denying if he is Superman Returns Superman or not. Yeah, and they do that's that. That's what I heard. They do that a lot because when when uh, what's this say Smallville dude when he finally put on the Superman suit, it was the Superman Returns suit. Yeah. So people were were making that connection. So I, we don't know if you're gonna if you're gonna make that joke, you give you go full blast and you give him the actual Superman return suit, and he mentions a kid, <laughs> right? Like if he really has the balls, and I want to see a Kevin Spacey lookalike in the background, or just Kevin Spacey. No, He's I not, don't want him to make money. He could do it for free. He won't unless they have Kevin Spacey like going after Superman's kid. Oh, that would be awesome. I mean, it would suck, but that would be awesome. Right, but DC doesn't have that kind of balls. Yeah, they really don't. Are you guys going to watch Picard? Not in their live action stuff. Yeah, don't forget, their weak-ass Superman is supposed to be the Smallville Superman. Oh, yeah. Huh. Which is also supposed to be Superman Returns Superman. You see, you see how that gets yeah. weird? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because they played that song, right? Yeah, when they the first time they go to the farm. What song was it that they played? I remember it. I got something for that. I didn't even want to hit that button. <laughs> that's that's why I delayed. Cause I'm like, oh, are you really gonna make me hit that button? Why not? It's a long clip. Yeah, but you have the button to like fade it out whenever you feel like it, right? Yeah, I guess you do. It's like, just... and it fades out like in a good way, like not just abruptly either. All right, all right, you've convinced me. Yeah. <laughs> I really just need the first 10 seconds and that, that gets the right. point across. Yeah. And see, now I was going to say, like, you could have played it again if you wanted to, and, but you cut me off. But. <laughs> well, with uh, the song, you were going to give me permission to play. 
It's also weird because the actress that played Lois Lane in Smallville became Supergirl's mom in that show, replacing the other actress that was Superman's mom. Oh. Oh, you didn't know that? No. Well, I mean, they only showed Superman. Super, it's not Superman. I'm, I don't know if I said Superman. I'm Supergirl. I'm talking about Supergirl's mom. Yeah. Okay. Um. So she's Supergirl's mom in Smallville. Yeah. The the actress that played Lois Lane in Smallville. Okay. It's Supergirl's uh-huh. mom. Right. But it's a recast because originally it was a, it was a different actress. Yeah. And even yeah. They, they didn't show Supergirl's mom that much. One of the the recurring characters was Supergirl's aunt, which was the mom's twin sister. Yeah. And so I Bad. I don't know what happened to that actress or who she pissed off that then suddenly one season they cast the uh, Erica Durant, the the original Lois Lane for right. that role. It was just weird. So should they just do like the the Legion of Doom with like Kevin Spacey and the chick that made that sex cult? <laughs> <laughs> but she didn't she played like she was practically jimmy olsen in smallville Yeah, look they don't care about that co- the continuity like that so they could just make her a villain and like people would hate her and despise her and it'd be like the most despised villain on tv sure okay i just i'm like from everything you're telling me about supergirl it's like they gotta do something to make it good that's a bad show and this is i've seen every goddamn episode like <sighs> jimmy olsen's you, got superpowers everybody's su- got superpowers i'm surprised you and liz didn't bond over the, the supergirl is show she watching she it too watch- yeah she loves it oh my god we did a lot of bonding i know it was a little scary well she was really drunk <laughs> it was <laughs> Like, she actually admitted to not hating me anymore. Yeah. Like, she and st- regretted it. <laughs> she she said that I'm still I'm still an asshole, but I make her laugh. Yeah. Was I that mean, that's all me? everybody wants in a friend. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I know Progress. what to talk to her, to her about next time. Yeah. Well, if you want to get back on her Facebook friends list, you can message her with Supergirl News. No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> uh, yeah that show i mean who's watching it other than youtube uh, apparently that's all they need yeah everything i've seen like as far as people talking about that show is about how bad it is but it keeps getting renewed yeah because people keep it's one of those things i guess it's so bad that people keep watching it because it's bad one show that isn't bad is doom patrol and that is getting a season three and it's going to be on two streaming networks now joe so you don't need a ps4 DC Universe app. You can just get HBO Max. Okay. So it's going to be $15.99. You'll get all of HBO, all of DC Universe, and all of Cinemax, which now we can finally finish watching Outcast. And I can finish watching Strike Back and Banshee and Quarry. The, the interesting thing about that announcement that I saw is that you know how DC Universe puts out one episode a week. If you got the HBO app, you're going to get the full thing on day one. Yeah. You don't have to sit around and wait week to week. And I mean, uh, it's it's being released on both on the same day. So it's not like it comes to HBO a month later, but then you get the whole thing. Like day one, you'll have the whole thing on HBO. That's kind of stupid, too. I mean, it, I can see why they do that, like to pique more interest in HBO Max. You know, like if, if I would have heard enough people talk about Doom Patrol like that, then it would make sense that they would do that. But... All you're really doing is opening yourself for more easier pirating because now you can just download the whole season (laughs) illegally. Yeah, if you're into that kind of thing. Well, look, uh, the only people that pay for DC Universe that watch Doom Patrol out of like six or seven people that I know are uh, you, me, Larry and Joe when Joe's not even watching it. But everybody else that I talk to that like people literally like watch this show 
thinking it's like, oh, this is something I could talk to Mo about. Like I'm talking about clients and shit, you know? And they pirate it. So they're like, I don't know where it comes on, but this show's good, you know? And then they talk to me about it. And then a couple of them I convinced to like buy the year, you know? Because they're like, man, this show's good. If they're going to do more stuff like this, I'd rather get it, you know, just so that because I told them like, you know, the, the, the app is in danger of getting shut down. You know, I paid for the year already. So can you please just at least sign up for a three-month thing, you know? So they did it. Like, they actually, because of Doom Patrol, they actually bootlegged it and then paid for <laughs> DC Universe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, but it's just because they like Doom Patrol, you know? So now that it's easier, you know, literally, like, people that didn't talk to me discovered it by bootlegging. Yeah, and I, it was years ago because I, no. I was still living in L.A. where I told somebody we were talking to that when they do these shows, man, they got to do more product placement because they'll, they'll have numbers of streaming and, and all that. But you can actually look up how many people have downloaded a bootleg copy of it and add that to your to your ratings number. And then, you know, if you have like a Coke can or something, you can probably use that to boost your your whatever it costs coke to have a coke can in there right or you know like i love how like walking dead like is all post-apocalyptic but whenever they had like the new dodge traverse it was like pristine and clean and it never crashed or broke down (laughs) they could do that so are they gonna put season one on hbo max or on hbo or whatever i don't know i'm sure they probably will wait is max something separate from max is just hbo right they're at or whatever right, but it's gonna be it's gonna have cinemax and warner media stuff on it too oh, okay because it doesn't right now there's a uh, see cinemax has a bunch of good shows that nobody watches except me and i didn't you know the app doesn't even get up cinemax right but they but they're good shows like you know like they're really good yeah but nobody wants to own cinemax i uh, yeah i guess i mean i just go where the good shows are but yeah, well, like, you know, Outcast is good. What we actually think is going to happen is the DC app is probably going to go away and it's just going to be the Warner Media app, which is the HBO Max. Yeah, which I'm okay with. You know, it's just going to be a little more. Now, by the way, uh, real quick, they are putting the first season on HBO Max as well. Okay. So, Joe, you, you might be all I right. I subscribe to it through my Amazon. That would be best. Yeah, because you can just put it on your, on like a channel thing, right? Which is what right. I said you should do. Like, you know, just you can add on HBO Max to your DC Universe or add on DC Universe to your HBO Max. Like, you know, or add them all on to VRV or Amazon or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. But I guess... I, I don't think they've listened to me yet about that. And I mean, the only reason I suggest Amazon is because, you know, they already do that what they want for it. Yeah. Like, like they HBO are- and Cinemax both have channels. Right. And Showtime and other like competitors, like their competition. Right. And- they've got a bunch of stuff on Amazon, a bunch right. of channels. And Hulu's the same thing. Like, I can add on, like, it's literally like cable. Like, I can just add on for another, like, 20 bucks. Yeah, I did notice Hulu started doing that. Yeah. they actually been doing it for a while. They probably did it around the same time as Amazon, but it didn't become, like, a thing until, you know, Game of Thrones started becoming real popular. But Yeah, yeah. you gotta go back and watch that. Uh, you don't have to. Okay. The, <laughs> it's got, it, like... 50 award nominations or something like it broke a record right but you know like like we all talked about that one episode that you couldn't see and it got bet for best cinematography like yeah i i don't understand how you give the 
the worst season the most awards. Right. Yeah. Not if just anything, not he, just story wise, but I mean visually, like, there was that right. episode that like just you couldn't see anything. Uh, it's the season the where where Starbucks. Yeah, the Starbucks cup, water bottle. There's like two water, or three episodes yeah. where they fucked up. And it's like you know they have the Starbucks in one episode, and then the next episode they have the water bottle, and it's like wait a minute, like then, who's not paying attention? The yeah. episode after that, uh, uh, Jamie Lannister's hand is miraculously returned to normal. Bro, that too. And that, yeah, that's the season. And then that's the also the season where they made plot lines that f- have been there from season one irrelevant. I mean, the, the Night King yeah. was nothing, right? Yeah. If anything, he would have been better for the world. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it would have been like communism. Not exactly better. Well, better than what they had. Oh, yeah, better than what they had, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Not better for what we have, better than what they had. They had, uh, what is it, patriarchy, oligarchy, whatever. Like, the, the biggest Game of Thrones fan did a petition to change that season because it, it was so bad. That that should say something. I, 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 I just assumed it's the last season. So they're going to throw in every word possible that they should have been doling out throughout the eight. Well, actually, it was probably on for 10 years, right? Because it's eight seasons, but they weren't coming out every year. Right. So, yeah, yeah that's why award shows are stupid. You guys going to watch Picard? What? You guys going to watch Picard? I am. I don't think so. Did you see the trailer, Joe? No. Uh, you should watch the trailer. Okay. Yeah, it's... But, I mean, why do I need more Picard? Like... You don't know you need it until you watch the trailer. Yeah, they bring the I mean, data's back. Seven and they nine spoiled, is back. Spoil the end of the next generation in the trailer. How did they spoil the end of next generation? With the data I, stuff? I didn't know about that. I haven't caught up. Oh, that was that was Nemesis. They they spoiled Nemesis, which I think. I mean, was the, oh, the main thing is that he gets. His mind keeps deteriorating, and he ends up becoming one of the prophets. Wait, one of the prophets? The Bajoran prophets? Yeah, one of Bajor- Yeah. Is that in the game? That's in the books, in the Deep Space Nine books. Okay, you don't need Picard, but we wait, do. Wait, so Cisco and Picard are prophets now? Um, well, Cisco is a prophet. From the uh, start. Picard right? is actually, like, one of the one of the gods. Like, he is one of their people. Like, he's the founder of the religion. Like, they sent him back in time to be one of Bajor's, the three, I forget what they call him. But, yeah, he's, like, one of the, he started the Bajoran religion. He's one of the people. I gotta read the books. Because that sounds awesome. That's not what they're doing in the show. But that sounds awesome. They, they look, the show... Uh, has it looks like they they got rid of the whole thing where his his mind is going to deteriorate that we saw on the show because he's I mean, yeah they take, the book takes keeps going from there with his mind deteriorating and just keeps getting worse yeah in the show he's so just like, he's he, just old okay. in, in the show he's just old and he's tired of right. living like he he tried to be the 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 wine farmer but like he misses space and then he gets caught up in this thing where i i guess the borg are like like an evolution of the borg like how a terminator has that new terminator that's more human than terminator I, I'm assuming that's what they're doing with the Borg. Looks like the Romulans were studying it. I don't know. Seven of Nine is involved. He's trying to do something to get data back. What's that? She was sexier as a Borg. What, with like all the face implants? Well, no, like when she was first, like when she still had that Borg haircut. Yeah, and she doesn't even, at least in the trailer, she doesn't even have that way of speaking where it's still kind of like robotic and Borg. Like she... I think the line she actually says is, what the hell are you doing, Picard? You know, like, just like regular ass. If she didn't have that fucking thing over her eyebrow, you'd be like, oh, that's that's just a chick. Right. 
So Joe well, probably seems like it's been forever since we've seen her in anything. Jerry Ryan. Yeah. Well, she did. Uh, she was doing it, that show Boston Public for a while, but even that was a long time ago. Right. I don't know it's, if she really shine in it. Yeah. I I don't know if she's just like you know how people like see her and like well we can't cast her because everybody sees her at seven of nine. Right. You know, I think a lot of the next generation people had that, right? Yeah, because I was even thinking about, like, um, you know, Picard, too. Like, it's like, man, he never did anything other than X-Men. But I know he was, like, a Shakespearean actor. Like, he did a lot of, like, Shakespeare stuff in theater. But Well, he was in Conspiracy Theory, and he was in The Green Room. Yeah. Which, The Green Room, I, I love The Green Room, just for the fact that we get to hear... Uh, Patrick Stewart talking about, uh, what was it? Was it nigger crack going around? Some bad nigger crack going around? Like, I don't know why that's so awesome to me. Yeah, I don't know either. I wish Larry was here. You should say that line for Larry. Yeah. Joe, He'll put you in your place. Did, did you watch the TV show that he did that was a comedy? Larry? No, I'm asking Joe. No, Patrick Stewart. Yeah, I, I remember hearing about it, but I think it was on HBO, and I didn't have it at the time. I, I got to look up. But the, the one where he's like a rundown talk show host. Yeah. Or he's like a. Oh yeah. Yeah, Joe. I think you would really love that show because I think like the first episode, he's like he's he ODs on cocaine and has like a tranny prostitute in his car when he gets busted by the cops and like he's running down the street with his pants around his his ankles because he's trying to get away it's like it, it's the most ridiculous freaking show especially with with like a shakespearean actor at the right. head of it it was it's just, it's weird i think that's like right up joe's alley and he did those strongbow commercials Hell, Mo, you should watch that show too. I should watch that show. No, I, I watched one episode and it was really, really awesome. Yeah, Blunt Talk was what it was called. And right. I think it was only one season. And in fact, my, yeah, just one season, 20 episodes. So it wasn't HBO then. Stars. Oh, that's what it was. That's, no, another, that's, that's another pay one, right? Yeah, that's a pay one. But I think that's owned by CBS. Yeah, it's weird. I'm looking at the IMDb right now and it says 2015 to, you know, it just has a dash. But, I mean, if if they haven't done anything since 2015, there's only 20 episodes on there. It was created by Jonathan Ames. I love that guy. Okay, and I guess there's two seasons, but it's still 20 episodes. That's why I thought it was one season. Yeah, because... Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, and it, I mean, crazy, coke, coked out Patrick Stewart trying oh, to be I a wonder, talk show host. Nice. I wonder if he plays... What was the character's name? It was something blunt. It was something blunt. Like, his last name was Blunt. Oh, Walter Blunt. Okay, yeah. The the thing for... The, oh, you can watch it on, on Amazon Prime. It says, <clears throat> A British new, newscaster moves to Los Angeles with his alcoholic manservant and the baggage of several failed marriages to host a sanctimonious talk show. Like, that description alone... I gotta watch this. Oh, and you gotta watch... Um, you said it's on Prime? Uh, it says, Watch Now on Prime Video. But it, oh, might, nice. it might be one of those that you have to buy. Let's see. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime or Prime Video. So but does you, it have the the ribbon on it? What's the ribbon the, that lets you watch it if you have Prime Video? Well, I don't have Prime Video, so I I don't know. So they're trying to sell it. To you. Like I could buy, yeah, I could buy the individual episodes. I don't know if I can just watch the season because I don't have Prime. Okay, yeah, no, you have to buy it on Prime if you if you want to watch it. Okay, it's not it's not streaming on Prime. Uh, I'll buy the first episode, and if I like it, I'll check out the season. I'm sure we could get a press copy. Nice. 
All right, I'll get on it. <laughs> You're a PR guy. Well, they're, they're half-hour episodes, and it's like two ninety nine for one episode. And the whole season, I think, is like ten bucks. Oh well, that's not so bad. I didn't, I didn't see that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. buy season one, ten dollars. Actually, that's not that bad for ten yeah, episodes. Especially if it's like good. Like, I mean, yeah, it's Jonathan Ames. I've read his comic books; they're amazing. I read his, um, I watched his show "Bored to Death" on HBO. Amazing. Uh, I read his autobiography. Amazing. Like, it, it, blunt talks worth. It. Pay the ten bucks, Joe. Twenty for the two seasons. Okay. Yeah, if you hate it, Mo, I'll give you your money back. That's what I yeah, heard. I'll, I'll buy him. I'll buy him a Mojo Jojo. Yeah, and it's a it's a better <laughs> deal to get the full season because two ninety nine for an episode and it's a thirty minute episode. It's not like they're hour episodes, right? And then to go through that's like thirty bucks for the for yeah. No, just get the whole season. Don't don't even try the first one. Just buy all of season one in one shot. And Amazon has a good return policy. I think these are digital though. They do. I, I I mean they do for when I buy stuff on Amazon, but I don't know. I don't know about if you buy streaming stuff. Just like uh, it never got here. Yeah, digital, yeah. Their their return policy is not mm. that great. Like I think you could only return it if you haven't watched it. Yeah, and they can tell. Right. Uh, Oz, I think we're gonna go into a uh, heavy metal minute now, and then we'll do news. We've already done news, but yeah, we'll yeah we've we've been doing news. Yeah, I know, but I, I don't want to just end it after a heavy metal minute. Okay. Here I am again, bringing you another Heavy Metal Minute. This week, I got you for you, for fans young and old, Metallica is releasing a book entitled ABCs of Metallica, an alphabetical journey that leads readers from garage days to master of puppets, highlighting the band's nearly 35-plus year history. Written by Metallica with Howie Abrams and illustrated by Michael McClear, you can pre-order the adult and child bundles from Metallica.com and get a Young Metal Attack t-shirt. That's it. Metallica is giving you illiteracy. I don't know if um, they are doing this through their charity, All Within My Hands, but uh, that also happens to be in the news. They uh, In Finland, 1% of the country's population went to a Metallica concert, the last concert they played there. So they donated 55,000 Finnish dollars or whatever their currency is to all their, you know, children's programs and stuff in Finland through that all within my hands charity. So they're doing they're doing uh, the Satan's work over there. Uh, Tool frontman Maynard James Keenan started a Twitter beef with Haley Bieber. He actually started it with Justin Bieber, Haley's wife. He uh, Justin put. That he was a big fan of Tool, specifically the song "The Pot," and Maynard James Keenan responded to to the tweet by saying hashtag bummer. Haley in turn responded to Maynard James Keenan's tweet by accusing him of not knowing how to how to accept a compliment and how to be gracious to his fans or whatever. So yeah, that all ended <laughs> it ended quick because I guess Maynard James Keenan didn't want to. Twitterly abuse Haley Baldwin or Haley Bieber now. Um, and speaking of Tool, we finally get a new logo. Every time they put out a new album, they get a, a new logo, and they finally unveiled the one for the new album that's coming out in August 20th or some shit. But um, they released a new logo, and I like it. Uh, you know, this one happens to be a, a bit of an ambigram. I don't know. I think the other ones were too. The last two were so meaning. You can, you know, if you don't know what an ambigram is, 
You can flip it upside down and it reads the same as right side up. Yeah, so keep a lookout for the new Tool album next month. In a bit of shocking news, Chris Adler and Lamb of God have parted ways. This is a, uh, a story we've been following for a while. We talked about Chris Adler's motorcycle accident and how he missed a lot of the live shows, but he was working with them in the studio. Uh, earlier this week, the, man, the band released a statement uh, congratulating, I forget the guy's name, but the dude that's playing with them live, he is now the full-time drummer of Lamb of God. And uh, we are just here left to speculate why <laughs> they parted ways. Uh, the, the grim thought is that his health, Chris Adler's health, that is, has gotten worse. So hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully they're just beefing it. And, you know, Chris Adler can still draw and, and be awesome. Be, you know, one of the greatest drummers on the planet right now. But, uh, yeah, hopefully everything is good there. Um, and finally, Shadows Fall is trying to reunite for some live shows. They haven't had a tour together since 2015, and they're trying to find time <laughs> to kind of get together and do it. Uh, the drummer, I believe, is drumming for Overkill, and the guitarist, Jonathan Nines, is doing guitar for Anthrax, I believe. And the singer, Brian Fair, is like in four or five different bands right now. So they're they're keeping busy, but they haven't been... They, I think in 2015, they only played like three gigs together. And then they're essentially broken up and not broken up. They're just on hiatus. But it's been about four years, and you know, they're trying to come back. I'm Moses Magnum. This has been a Heavy Metal Minute. Yeah, that was it. Cool. That was a long one. Was it? It's like almost five minutes. Uh, it was only like four stories. Uh, maybe you talk slow. I did talk a little slower because I felt like I was talking too fast in the other ones. I was trying to be more natural here. I don't know. Still working out the kinks. Um, Play a little news music. <laughs> Comic book news. We should have a... Like, uh, Comic book like news. Like Kurt... <laughs> Well, not, not like that, but like I'm still kind of working out the kinks too, because you know, new uh, new tablet at Comic Con again. They uh, they released, they announced the Eternals movie, the cast. They showed a picture of the full cast. Every news site's like, "Hey, this is the cast of the Eternals." Like everybody's a fucking Eternals fan, and they look like utter garbage, all of them. And then they show the picture of the Celestials, and they look like utter garbage. And then they have the estate of Jack Kirby. Well, they have Kevin Feige saying, oh, we're going to go all Kirby with this one. But then they show the Celestials and they don't look like Kirby at all. They look like those shitty ass Sentinels from Days of Future Past. So and then half the cast like that's supposed to be dudes or chicks. Right. Uh, look, again, I don't know who th- who's supposed to play who. The the whole cast looks like garbage. None of them should be in the Eternals I, at all. I, I, can, I can give you some names. Okay. Selma Hayek is supposed to be Ajax. But she's not in the picture that they showed. Oh. Are you going to make me post these pictures? No, but I'm just saying the pictures I saw, they, they all look like... I mean, Angelina Jolie looks like... Is she going to play Cersei? Uh, Angelina Jolie, hold on, is playing Thena. Well, she doesn't look like that guy at all. Yeah, no, she doesn't. <laughs> 
Uh, who else? Well, Don Yi is Gilgamesh. What was that, Joe? Well, I mean, if you put armor on her, I guess they could flatten her out. Let's see. And Mo, you know these characters, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll admit, I was not an Eternals fan. Well, nobody was. Uh, I don't really know these characters. Yeah. Do you know who Makari is? Yeah. And he's, is is it Camille and Johnny? No. Oh, my God. These motherfuckers. Blackly. I'll tell you who Canil is playing. That's who's playing Makari. Her name is uh, Lauren Rid- Ridloff. Yeah. Kunal is playing Kingo. Okay. Who's a samurai. Yeah. Uh, I'm not watching Eternals. But yeah, when I read the, the state, the Kirby's estate say, oh yeah, we're just so happy that we're they're finally getting our grandfather's vision and shit. I'm like, you motherfucker, you cashed the check so fast. The sprite is a chick now. Yeah, but the chick is the little girl playing it, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that little kid like, even if you read, like, the newer Eternals that Neil Gaiman wrote, like, he look that little chick looks like that dude. Okay. The thing about Kirby is that wasn't he like kind of wild? Like not wild, but like didn't he have kind of like a roundabout storytelling yeah. type of thing that wouldn't flow easily from front to start? Right. I mean, from you know, from beginning to end. He was always trying to create an origin yes. universe, and uh, you see it a lot in New Gods too, um, and you know, in Eternals and Celestial stuff too. But. I mean, look, this is, you know, again, what the fuck? Like, nobody cares what I think. You know, this is just... Why are they changing everyone's decks? I I don't know. Um, Honestly, like, I don't see why... See... Okay, so, yeah, Makari should have been Camille Nanjiani. It's even, like, age-appropriate. Like, he was a Cyrus. Not a Cyrus, but he was, like, the Egyptian one and, and, you know, Middle Eastern one. And I know Camille Nanjiani isn't, but to white Hollywood, he is, you know? And even to me, like, that would have been bad casting because Makari still looks like a dude that could beat somebody up where Camille Nanjiani doesn't look like that. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. They could have, for Makari, they could have used anybody that they've typecasted as a terrorist ever since True Lies, and they could have been Makari, you know? But they don't want to do that because they want to keep them looking like terrorists. But Camille Nanjiani can make people laugh, so he's less threatening. But he's not even playing Makari, so what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's your Eternals. I hate this already. <laughs> so you know, it. sometimes it really pays to not be invested in the source material. Yeah, or like, not. It's even, unfortunate. Not even read it. Not even give a shit about it. But you yeah. know, but the it's thing unfortunate. when I read it, like, turns. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. When I read Internals, it was the farthest thing from my mind that they would ever be in a movie, you know? And I actually read a, a different article, too, where the guy's like, oh, it was the farthest thing from the movie that I never thought it would be a movie. Like, I never thought of who to cast for what. And then here they give me this. But the guy was praising it for being progressive, you know? And it's like, no, nah, I mean, there's one thing to be progressive, but there's another thing to do what, what it is. You know, like, like people use that word to justify something being wrong. What what word, Joe? Progressive. No, but say it right. Like, it's not wrong. It's progressive. Like, say no, it lisp. I, I don't lisp. <laughs> you gotta say progressive. <laughs> you gotta no. fill your arms back and forth. Progressive. <laughs> yeah. I think this is the name of this episode. Progressive. I want to see how you spell that. Huh? I want to see how you spell that. Yeah, with a th and hand emojis. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, it's almost 
like when I mentioned when I saw the the Celestials being name dropped in the first Guardians, I was like, oh wow, yeah, this is, could be kind of cool. And they actually looked all right then. It still looked a little weird, but I'm like, you know what? Nobody's gonna know when they redo it and do it right, you know. But then the second one had Ego be a fucking Celestial, you know. And it's like, yeah, right. you don't know how to do Celestials at all. Yeah, Ego's supposed to be a planet. Right, and not collect China dolls. But here we are. I wish Larry was here. Cause... I like that one line, though. Which one? About the little G. <laughs> Tiger... I don't know. There's something about that line I, I really like. Tireclaw asks in chat, is Fantastic Forum progressive? Uh, I don't know. That's no, up for... we're just wrong. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. I. It's up for the, you know, we have, we're progressive for certain things, but some things, like, look, if you progress The thing about much, that title is that that title doesn't account for the ability to think. Right. It's like, in some things, we are progressive, and in some, we're not. Yeah. Like, I think each one of us does have certain things that we're progressive about, and we have things that we're regressive about. Or stagnant. Right. I guess fixed is the better term than stagnant right but, but yeah uh, and yeah this is the eternals larry's gonna love it in fact you know what i'm gonna text him maybe he'll text me back i, I don't know if he's uh he he texted me he's like i'm not gonna be on and i just replied are you fucking kidding me like <laughs> let's see larry larry oh his name is under f as f you larry <laughs> <laughs> did you guys see that face four movie list that they put out uh saw it but i don't remember all of it interestingly enough i didn't see captain marvel 2 there or ant-man well look i believe they're holding back on ant-man but if they're gonna be doing a lot of space stuff that doesn't make any sense to not do captain marvel 2 right but also a lot of the phase 4 stuff seems to be the tv shows like the the Falcon Winter Soldier, the Loki, the WandaVision, those were all in there. But one of wait, one of them. Oh wait, I think I heard. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I do remember them talking about during Loki. Uh, one of the things that was in- interesting about the Phase Four was the What If title. Oh, that yeah, that's gonna be an animated like anthology thing. Oh, is it's not a movie? No, I hate no. Phase Four. Yeah. Because, well, they have to, like, reshoot scenes and stuff. If it's going to be anything like the comic, which, you know, stupid me for thinking it might be. (laughs) But because the comic actually took, like, classic stuff and redrew them, recreated them from the beginning. And then they took a weird turn. You know, like, like one of my favorites was what if the Fantastic Four only had one power? So they did. Dude, I was just thinking about that one. Yeah, that that one was awesome. Like, I want to see made it. And it's like um, Sue Storm became Man-Thing you know but it's like they all became the thing or they all became the human torch and so it was like four comics she ended up being a deaf mute right like Like, when she was a thing and then they all went to monster island to live yeah and then they had the one where they all had like stretchy powers and ben and yeah sue thought they were freaks so they went to go live by themselves and johnny became like a tv star yeah and Mr. Fantastic got betrayed by his bitch assistant. <laughs> that was a good one. I love that one. I also love the <laughs> one where what if Punisher became Captain America? That, that one. one I remember. Yeah. And I think one of the Spider-Verse Spider-Men from the original Spider-Verse comic 
was from one of that what if universe i don't remember which one didn't they do a what if spider-man joined the fantastic four no that actually happened no the funny one was the what if spider-man there were like what if spider-man uh the clone was uh the spider-man clone became spider-man and then in the show it actually and then in the comic that actually ended up happening yeah and of course, my favorite was "What if no one was watching The Watcher," which was just a comedy book, yeah, with like parodies and stuff. Um, where they had like Spider-Man and Trap, the Trapper fighting, and then they both like webbed each other up. It's hilarious. Um, they had a they had one. What if Xavier became the Juggernaut? Oh, I love that one. I remember that one. Do you really love it, Oz? For well, I w- okay. Love is a little strong, but. That's one of the ones that uh, really got me into the what if stuff. Yeah. That one, and there was another one that what if Tony Stark sold out? Yeah. And that's where he gives the, the government his, his Iron Man tech from the beginning. Those two were like the, the, the two what ifs that I always think about when I think of what if stories. There was a what if Avengers defeated everybody and they had no more villains. What, what did they just sit around? <laughs> kind of, yeah. That sounds boring. Yeah, but it's more about the process. The Hulk ends up like reverting back to Bruce Banner fully. Yeah, I, I like the what if stories. Well, and I mean, you guys know I like the the Elseworlds. What yeah. ifs was just Marvel's Elseworld. Yeah. Tarclon Chat wants to know if you guys think the new Blade movie is going to be PG thirteen. Um, I believe so. Because Disney. Well, yeah, but honestly, I don't think any real like any superhero movie or comic movie needs to be PG thirteen. Like needs to be rated R. Like even like Vertigo stuff. Like you can still get like the good stuff out of it and still have it be PG thirteen. Like the stories are really like. Uh, I don't know. It would be maybe. I mean, there's certain. I don't know. PG thirteen kitchen would be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's like newer Vertigo. But I'm talking about like a Sandman or a Books of Magic, you know, like yeah, those Hellblazer, like you know, like even Deadpool. Yeah. You can do Deadpool PG-13 because all the comics are PG-13 except for like Deadpool Max. So I, I I don't see why Blade wouldn't be like he was he was technically PG when he came out that for that like those six seven episodes of the Spider-Man cartoon. You know what I mean? I guess I was thinking and the what you call it the TV show wasn't that violent. Right. It also wasn't that good. Yeah, it wasn't that, that was good. True. Yeah. I, I I guess I was just thinking of all the I mean they're vampires, so a lot of blood. Yeah, but it's this be better as a R rated property just because of the blood and the gore which I associate with vampires. Was but Blade- you can't do a PG thirteen vampire, it's just I would miss the blood and gore. Yeah. All that blood's gonna be CG anyway, so they save money by making it PG thirteen. Was what was it? Was Twilight PG thirteen? Oh yes. Oh, so they could do that Blade PG thirteen. Was there a lot of blood in Twilight? There was some. Let's see the Wesley, I don't know any, but I didn't watch all of them. The Wesley Snipes Blade was R. Uh, was the second one R? Yes, the first two were R. I don't know about the third one. No, Trinity was, was R. Trinity, it, yeah, Trinity was also I didn't R. Really take that one. So, oh, go ahead. Trinity was R. So the yeah, third, I don't like one. that one. Okay. Yeah, um, Tiger Claw says, what if is the first time that Marvel Studios is doing animation? And that's not true. I feel like they've done a bunch of animation. Yeah, like almost all the, the a lot, almost all the Fox stuff was animation. Everything you've seen right now, like Disney XD uh, stuff, Avengers vs. Heroes has been animation. And then 
um, Muppet Babies was Marvel Studios. And what you call it? They had that one show that we never ended up reviewing, which oh. was Marvel. Go ahead. Was it Marvel Rising? Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to play with the dolls, so I wanted to review it after I played with the dolls. Did you play with the dolls? No. Do I don't want to play dolls? with the dolls. I don't uh, know there were dolls. Tyreclaw says they should cast Wesley Snipes in the new Blade movie somehow. What about as Whistler? You know how Marvel loves to race swap characters. I don't think he would take it. I'll be honest. I don't know enough about Blade. Like, I honestly, like, I like the character, but I don't follow him. So I've never read him with the Whistler. Like, I read him when he was dating that one girl. But I don't really know many Blade auxiliary char- characters. He- except that he sometimes hangs out with Ghost Rider. Right. That's what I want to see. He was in the he was in the movies. He was the guy that uh that was. But he was in the comics. He wasn't in the comics. Yeah, like, I know he was in the movies, but I've never seen him as a comic book character. I don't think he was ever in the comics. I think they created him for the movies. But I could be wrong. I'll double check right now. No, I think you're right because I'm I'm looking it up. I mean, he has uh, he was in the Spider-Man TV show in '94. But the main thing I see for him is the movies, the Wesley Snipes movies. So even though yeah, technically his he was- he was in the Spider-Man TV show because that came out around the time of the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. So technically, that's his first appearance is Spider-Man the Animated Series. And, like, the only comic that I'm looking that he was in is, like, Blade 2, which is an ad- adaptation of the movie. So it's not like it was his own thing. So, yeah, he's he's just a movie guy. Yeah, there we go. They gave him a comic appearance, and I guess they drew him into a comic at one point. Oh, I guess the Blade 2 comic. Yeah, which is just, like, a movie yeah. adaptation. I mean, he was obviously in the TV show. Yeah, but it's because that was Marvel Studios doing the movie and the cartoon why they can't do that with netflix in the movies i don't know why well we'll see do we even know if it's gonna be a blade movie or a tv show we, we don't even know that do we it's gonna be a movie because they'd, they'd have to give Maharshala Ali is a uh, Academy Award winner. So they have to give him a ton of money for a tv show because they're gonna lock him in for you know six months of shooting and with the option to renew the contract too for if, if he was smart he gets one season contracts and then screws the fans, but he can charge more, and then they can recast them or whatever. Nah, and, th- three movie deal. That's at minimum. I I say it's gonna be a six movie deal. No, no, I'm saying if he did a TV show, like you don't do a three oh, three season okay. deal if you're smart. If you're Maharshala Ali, what did he win the Academy Award for? For Moonlight. I didn't watch that, so I didn't watch it either. Wow, the, uh, I didn't know this. That dude's forty-five. Yeah, like he, like you got old man Blade still. This does not it, Blade. Just, the, Snipes is only like ten or eleven years older. That's what I'm saying. Like he, they could have used, uh, they could have used Wesley Snipes. He probably just wanted more money. I thought it was a bigger difference. I like I thought Ali was probably like mid thirties at the most. So you get you know more out of him yeah no i didn't realize 4400 was like 20 years ago oh, i didn't watch that yeah but he was an old he was a grown man then so now he's even growner man no i would have gone young, gone younger then nah well the thing is these dudes look younger even though they're older and they have the more maturity to like give blade presents like that dude that's playing you know icarus in the eternals <laughs> That dude can't do it. Rob Stark. Yeah, that dude. Mm-mm. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Oh, he won. He's got two Academy Awards. Uh, Green Book and Moonlight. Yeah. And he was in A Place Beyond the Pines. I didn't watch any of those. Okay, I didn't see. I didn't Wait, see. Wait, is, is he in that one movie, the cop movie coming up? 
Yes. The cop movie coming out. The one where he's on the phone with his dead uh, niece or whatever? No. Okay. And he was good in, in Spider-Verse. He was I in, just watched that the other day, too. He was in, in Alita. Yeah. Nobody saw that. I saw You saw that, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. I saw people watching it on the airplane, too. I was like, why are you watching that? I'm going back to my Aquaman. <laughs> Uh, Tiger Claw in chat says Whistler was the mentor to Blade he, and he helped him deal with his thirst for blood and all that stuff. So maybe Wesley Snipes can play a version of that character. Like, we know who Whistler is. We're telling you he wasn't in the comics. Like, why do we need a Whistler? Right. Like, Blade, Maharshal is 45. Like, he should get that shit under control already. You guys got to watch that episode of um, What We Do in the Shadows where Blade comes out. Is What We Do in the Shadows a comedy? Yeah. Okay. Yes. That's what I got from the poster because like vampires and then one dude like has fake vampire teeth that are falling off. Yeah, because he's an energy vampire, not a like blood vampire. I gotta no, watch are you talking it. about the movie or the TV show? The TV show. The movie's brilliant too. In fact, I was scared about the TV show. Are they connected or is it just they decided to do a TV show? Uh, um, They are. I believe they are connected because in that episode where Blade comes out, the guys from the movie come out. But what it is, it's like a mockumentary about vampires living in New Zealand and how they survive. And then that's the movie. And then the TV show is about vampires living in Staten Island. So should I watch the movie and then the show or just the show? Like um, I would say watch the show and then you can watch the movie if you want. Because, well, if you're like me and they don't do the original characters as good in the second thing, then you get mad because I got mad because the characters from the movie came out. But... I couldn't tell if they were playing the characters from the movie or just they're just the same actors playing vampires. But it looks like they are the same. They just didn't have a big prominent part. And then because I'm not sure, I'm mad. But Blade comes out like every like every celebrity that's played like a vampire in something else comes out in that episode as that vampire. Not everyone. Do you remember the episode? I think it's like episode eight. Um, they, they go to court because they accidentally killed their like master. So they're on a tribunal and it's like, okay, we need to bring this type of vampire. And then they show like, so there was a movie where Loki and the ancient one played vampires. So they show Tilda Swinton as that vampire from that movie being like the head of the council. And then they go, is, are the daywalkers here? And then they show he's Wesley Snipes Skyped in. He goes, I'm here. And he's on a computer screen, but he's like chilling in the daytime, like, you know, just letting the sun hit him, like on, on vacation like or something. Like getting a tan, with, like yeah. a fruity drinker. And he, so he, and then they, they mention him, you know, they call him, I don't, they don't call him Blade, but he's wearing the actual Blade costume. And he goes, you know, do we have representation from the daywalkers? And he goes, I'm here. And then you see him in there. Okay. That's episode seven, the trial. Okay, yeah, that's the one. Like, if anything, just watch that episode. Oh, no. I might do that. There's some a bunch of cool shit that happens in that episode, too. But I don't want to spoil it. Did they have Tom Cruise in it? Uh, not that I know, but he could have been in the background, and I just didn't see him. They had Danny Trejo, because I guess he played a vampire somewhere. Yeah, I'm seeing... He was in From Dust Till Dawn, right? No, I don't think so. Because, like, okay. I, I the guy with the penis gun, right? Oh, I don't remember. It's been a while since yeah. I've seen it. I just know he could have been in it, and that's vampire movie. Like, it would probably be that one. Yeah. Wow. I think 
uh, that's a Waititi show, right? Yeah, Taika Waititi created what we do in the shadows. Because I'm reading, and dude, that I I got some respect for that dude. Because uh, I guess this article is like a, a list of all the people that they were going to have in that episode. Yeah, and on the list was Kate Blanchett. Yeah, brilliant. I think she's has some Academy Awards too. And he said no because she had never played a vampire. Yeah. So Taika Waititi <laughs> doing a TV show like before Thor says no to Kate Blanchett. That's some balls. Well, no, he did that show after Thor. Still balls. But yeah, that's why. Oh, now he's, he's worked with her. Now he knows her. Yeah, like he he could it could have been an easy get, but he got Tilda Swinton because she played a vampire. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, no, like he actually his quote says. She was on. She was on the on the list of people they were gonna have on, and he he said no. You know, I'd like to do it, but she's not. She hasn't been a vampire. Yeah. Uh, Larry says he has no clue if he loves. I I asked him if he loves the Eternals movie. If he says he has no clue, so I'm gonna ask him. But, did you even do any pre-production? Oh, he, here's the here's the quote because he actually told her to her face. Okay. Uh, he th- this is what he said. I was like, Kate, have you ever played a vampire? She was like, No, but I'd love to. I was like, But you haven't. No. Well, then you can't be in the show. And she starts laughing. She was like, What? I want to be in it. Uh, I said, But you can't because you haven't been a vampire. Those are the rules. Like that's yeah. balls, dude. To her face. It's <laughs> yeah. And she could like. That that probably was happening during the Thor Ragnarok like stuff, and she could have just been like, well, I'm not doing this either, you know, or something. Yeah, I have I have more respect for the dude now. Uh, he's now playing in the movie. He's playing Hitler, and uh, he got some backlash because people are mad that he's Hitler, whether they love Hitler or not. And uh, wait, what movie? They asked, I, I don't remember the name of the movie, but they asked him like, "Whoa, what do you think about these people being mad that you're portraying Hitler?" And I'm like, and he just goes, "Well, oh, fuck him, <laughs> you know, like don't watch the movie." Yeah, I mean, is he portraying him as a good guy? I don't know. Uh, probably not. He's like, I'm playing a piece of shit, and I'm acting like a piece of shit in it. Like, what do you want? You know? But um, right. Like, he's. I, I can't love- just not have Hitler in movies just because he was an evil guy. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I I love Taika Waititi. He's playing in something called Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, that's what it was. So, Joe, you're going to watch that movie, right? What? Jojo Rabbit. I don't know what that is. That's the one where Taika Waititi is Hitler. Um, yeah, I might watch it. I might check it out. But it's called Jojo and has a rabbit in it. I know. I know. I like rabbits. Oh, I just got that. And people call you Jojo. People that known you a long time. Right. Uh, it says here, set during World War II, an awkward young German boy whose only ally is his imaginary friend Hitler has his naive patriotism tested <laughs> when he's a young girl <laughs> who upends his world views. I'm sorry, it's just his imaginary yeah, friend I, I remember hearing about this, actually. Now that you set the plot, yeah. I do remember hearing about this. And uh, it, I don't know why people would be mad. Yeah, Taika Waititi's in it, Scarlett Johansson's in it, Sam Rockwell's in it, Rebel Wilson. Like, it's not even real Hitler, it's imaginary Hitler. But it's like, they got like three MCU people like leading it. Taika Waititi, Scarlett Johansson, and Sam Rockwell. And I like Rebel Wilson. Really? Even when she's not a cat? Yeah. Oh, the like, I don't know. There's something about her. She's really good. Rebel Wilson like, as a cat is just like porn for Joe, right? No, I'm, I'm not really a, uh, that much of a furry. Oh. Yeah, I must have been thinking of Burr. I think I, out of the four of us, I'm more of the furry one. What? I think so, because I always end up liking stuff with furries in it. Okay. Oh, that reminds me that uh, 
fuck what's her name rebel wilson no that the lady that did uh unnatural is uh is doing another comic and it's a horror comic so i mean does it have the same gorgeous artwork uh, I think so. Let me see. I put yeah, the man. I put the new story in our Instagram. Let me see if I can bring it up real quick. Yeah, it's called uh, it's called Mercy. The cover looks good. Okay, when's that come out? Well, if you are in Italy, it comes out in November. But if you're everywhere else, it comes out 2020. Hmm, Italy, you say? Yeah, that's what I said. They're doing good stuff over there. Yeah. I think Witch is Italian. The movie? The comic book. Oh. That ended up being a cartoon, the Disney cartoon, Witch. Uh, I haven't, haven't heard of it. Uh, it's not really your thing. It's about five girls with, like, witch powers that fight bad guys. Like, the second season probably is more your thing because it involves a war. But it's, well, I like it. I like it. I liked it, and I didn't get to read the comic because it was super hard to find an English translation. Mm. But the comic is better because it's got more artwork and more uh, character development. I mean, well, at least the cartoon, since it's in English. Right. All right, well, let's play this wrap-up music and get on out of here. Okay. need a second. So it's a it's a whole new thing, and this is like the well, I guess yesterday was the first time I didn't drink, so I'm still like recovering from last week. You know the music is playing, right? Yeah. I said, Joe, give us some final thoughts. Oh, okay. I didn't hear you. Sorry. I didn't hear you. Uh, final thoughts. Um, I guess we'll try to get to Batman Hush next week. Um, yeah. we'll or the it. kitchen. One of the two. Or, yeah, maybe just Batman Hush. We'll all try to watch it. So, yeah, next week. We'll try. Uh, let's give us some final thoughts. I guess we're doing a Comic-Con wrap-up part two next week, right? Assuming Lawrence can can be here. I mean, we talked about everything I can think of. Is there anything we left out? Probably. There's a lot of stuff that, that came out, but... Yeah, nothing yeah, too important. Not the stuff that we wanted Larry's reaction for, right? Yeah. Yeah, we got to that here. All right. And for the rest of us, I'll bid you good night and uh, join our Instagram to be alerted whenever we put up our uh, archives and stuff and talk shit to us and all that good stuff. And then you can always catch us here live every Wednesday night, 6.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, right here on allgames.com.